Okay. There are times in your life as I pour a beer that you just want something different. You don't want the same old, same old. You want a little something different that's going to turn your wheels, grease your skids. This is getting dangerously close to bedroom talk. No, I don't think so. By the way, this is all at the top of my head. I didn't write any of this. There's no chat GPT, no bard involved in this. This is the greatest song you never heard. Oh, look at that. This is, oh, I'm so mad. Oh, man, so many things on production level. Uh, this is the greatest song you never heard podcast with uh, Chris and Phil. And uh, mm-hmm. on, on our new screen, our new setup, our new platform, that recording, it's called uh, StreamYard. And I've got... On mine, the greatest song you never heard with Chris and Phil. On Chris, he's got Chris, and underneath that says, not Phil. Not like, Phil. Thank you for pointing that out. Chris, <laughs> thanks for uh, pulling a Ron Fairley on us and uh, pointing out the obvious. How's You're it welcome. going You're today? Welcome. A it's little going, a Mar- Mariner reference there. It's going very well today. It's been a fun time of um, summer coming to an end where I'm at, and we, we've had all these nights. Awesome 80 degree days, and today it's not. And I'm gonna head as soon as we're done here. I'm going to head over to the Little Falls Cheese Festival. Great, I love it when Chris talks about cutting the cheese, which is all, great. All of Main Street is closed down, there's booths everywhere, and it's primarily cheese growers. There's a few, um, I saw a few distilleries are there too, but but mostly cheese growers, not growers, so, don't grow cheese, cheese producers. <laughs> Look, I think this cheese is ready to pick. <laughs> if you can pick cheese, you're in the wrong industry. That's exactly that is exactly right. Uh, so we are here today. By the way, uh, when Chris and I sit down to record, we generally knock out anywhere from two to four sessions at a time. Yeah. And Chris, I now deem these seshies. Seshies. <laughs> seshies. You can go with Yep, you know why? I know, the reference. I know the reference. Yeah, you do. Because this is the uh, podcast that our podcast is semi-loosely modeled after, which is... Smartless? Smartless. Yep. Yeah. I mean, right? They bring a, a guest to the... to the. Yeah, that, that nobody knows. The other two do not know. That's true. And I, it's it's a lot of fun. The little banter at the beginning, kind of what yeah. we're doing right now, a little banter. Yeah. I never uh, really this is, thought about it as being modeled on that, but I guess it is. Oh, it is. And so, and and Chris and I come with full uh, script. So what I'm saying right now is absolutely scripted. Mm, 100%. Or not. (laughs) So we're going to bring a song today. Chris is going to bring the song. I brought one last week. Uh, He's going to bring one today that uh, in theory, no one's ever heard. In fact, last week, Chris teased us Mm -hmm. by saying, I I may not like this song. And so it's like a headbanger. Are we talking a little bit of Ozzy Osbourne stuff? We'll, you'll you know, have to wait and see. But I will tell you this. Um, it's, this is going to be one of those. This is specifically going to be one of those times where at least one of our listeners is going to go, you're crazy. I know this song. I know this band. Because uh, I, I know 
that there are people in, in that would know this song in this band. But, but we run the risk of that. People, yeah, we run the risk of that on every, right. most every week that there's going to be I'll the hardcore. Yeah. And I'll explain why after you hear the song, why at least one of our listeners will have known this band. But with that, are you ready for this week's song? Yeah, can we do it? Let's do it. All right. Here we go. thousand holes to lay next to you I would dig a thousand more if I needed to I look around the grave for an escape route of old routines there doesn't seem to be any other way I've started falling apart I'm not savoring life I've forgotten how good it could be To feel alive
So what did you think? <clears throat> I liked it. Uh, you are in a little bit of a melancholy stage of, <laughs> of life I, right now. <laughs> I guess. I well, that's why, that's why, Phil, surprise, this is a two-for-one episode. I kind of suspected it might be. It is, it is, it is. Do you want to hear the next song in the two-for-one episode? Or do you want I me do. to give you a little bit of a feedback first? Uh, let's do a little feedback, because I, I there's two ways this can go. This could be okay. another song from the same artist that is completely different, which I suspect it is. Or it could be the same song from a different artist, completely different. Mm. Well, I can't tell you that yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, let's uh, have you talk a little bit about this. Uh, by the way, first of all, I, I wrote in my notes. <clears throat> I like the the upbeat on the on the on the drums. Yeah. And the, and the pushed pushed notes, the pushed beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it was consistent, which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, there's something to be said for mixing it up in a in a one verse or one chorus. But this was consistent throughout mm -hmm. that that pushed note. I, I like that a lot. Uh, if nobody knows what that means, it's um, instead of something going boom, 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 it's like boom, boom, bum, bum. That's a like yeah. a push. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I did so it right. You did. You did. This is a, but here's what's funny about this song. Um, this was the last song that was recorded for an album, uh, like the last day in the studio. And the, and the songwriter said this, and the, and the lead singer for the, this band, he said, this is an acoustic song we recorded on the last day in the studio. I wanted the album to end on a positive vibe. No matter, no matter what you're going through, there's always hope you can make yourself happy, which I love the sentiment, but I listen to this song and it's like, this person is one step away from slitting their wrists. I don't yeah. hear any like, this is happy. I don't hear any, I mean, I look around the grave for an escape route of old, route of old routines. That's not like, happy positive vibe but i guess you know to each their own as far as what happiness is right I, that's exactly it this makes us all individual and unique um i'm guessing the name of the song is take the pieces but it's called machines is the name of the song and that word is not used once through the entire song and can you guess where this band is from uh, i'm going um probably ireland or something like that scotland yeah, I was band. so close. You were close. You were close. I mean, a neighboring. band called Biffy Clyro. And wow. this song, would on every album that they had done, this is a very typical song. Now, in, in Europe, Phil, um, Biffy Clyro is huge. Like, they'll be playing 25, 30,000 person stadiums. Really? Gigantic. Oh, huge. Uh, Brian Page, I guarantee, has heard uh, this song before. I know oh, Brian Page is super happy you brought this to the table after the last few weeks of my crap. Well, that's that's probably not true, but but not inaccurate either. Um, so, I but what I want to do, I wanted to do a two for one because I want to give you a taste of my second favorite song. This isn't even my favorite song from this band, but this oh. one I'm going to play you is one of my favorite songs from this band. I've listened to every album this this band has ever done. I know every song this band has ever done. How many I, albums it, have they done? Uh, nine. Really, and oh, they yeah, haven't yeah. crossed over into the uh, in the U.S. They have a little bit, and they'll tour in the U.S., and people will go there, but I, they haven't had any big hits here um, that I've ever seen anyway. I've never, nobody that I know outside of my family has ever heard these. So play song number two, and, and we'll talk about, like, this song, too, because this song is even, I, I'm not even going to send you the lyrics for it because that's unimportant. This is the style of music Biffy Clyro was known for. Hit it. Here we, here we go. Song number two today. 
Took a bite out of mountain range Thought my teeth would break the mountain dead Let's go, I wanna go All the way to the horizon Took a drink out of the ocean and Treading water there before I drowned Let's dive, I wanna dive To the bottom of the ocean Wait for the bridge, wait for the bridge. You take that away from me. Cause you tear us apart. With all the things you don't like. You can't understand. That I won't leave. Till we're finished here. And then you'll find out. Where it all went wrong. A rolling on to the jungle I know, is that good? Wait for the harmonies at the end, you're gonna love this. Three piece band, by the way. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask that. Um I was three thinking, piece okay, band. You got and you bass. can actually several live albums, and they all sound this good. <clears throat> so uh I take back my comment about you being melancholy. Because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was nothing melancholy about this. And by the way, uh, there's this, and, and I'm not going to be able to uh, mimic this, I don't think, but you've got this bump, bump, bump. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, that, yes. That, fourth beat, that, that fourth beat starts the first, or it's like three and a half beats. I mean, it's really odd. It caught me off guard for the first half of the song. Yes. So, 
And they uh, do that I, live too. They don't dumb it down and do it and just straight up four four. They'll do that I mean, live. I, I mean, that's the song. So yeah. you have to, right? Only three it's like rush. Yes. Only yes. three pieces. And the the lead singer rarely has a shirt on. Like he's just one of those like like big stadium rock, like big yeah. guitars and giant amps everywhere. They're super fun to watch. Uh, I've never seen them live in, in real life, but just the videos I've watched, they're just super fun to watch. Um, so I'm, they, write, they write good songs with really good lyrics too. I'm getting, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still having trouble with the three people because mm. I hear drum and I hear a keyboard and I hear yeah. bass. Yeah. Um, there's no it's guitar just, in there. Yeah, it's a drum, bass, guitar is typically what they're playing. Oh, so he's um, playing the guitar as part of the bass. Yeah. Uh, um, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Beefy Clyro, the name of the the, the band. Uh, that song was called um, Mountains. My favorite line in that whole song is, he says, I wrote a note to the jungle, and it wrote me back that I was never crowned king of the jungle. So there's an <laughs> end to my horizon. <laughs> <laughs> You know the stories behind um, how these songs are come to be yeah. are some of the best stories, right? Uh, Absolutely. You you listen to a podcast, and I forget the name of it now, where they really do a deep dive into a particular song. Song Exploder. Song Exploder. Yeah. Uh, Can't recommend it highly enough. We haven't uh, talked about that for a while, primarily because we haven't <clears throat> talked for a while, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, are they keeping up with those uh, yes episodes? Nice. They are, and if you if our listeners have never listened to it, um, I'll I'll give you I'll tell you how good it is. Um, it's so good that my wife, who's never been a Metallica fan in her life, listened to an episode of Metallica telling the story of how they wrote and recorded a specific song. Instant fan of the song. Yeah, yeah, because it it it. Uh, I again going back to a couple of weeks ago, uh, maybe even last week when I <clears throat> played a song where I thought would be a really good hit song, even though. You know, yep. neither of us are necessarily fans of that style, right? Right. But when you, um, Metallica, they've got their fan base and they need to honor that uh, and give them what they want. But uh, the writing aspect to that, these guys are really good musicians and very talented. Super and, talented. And, and that sort of thing is a lot of fun to dive into, uh, which is what I, I hope people are doing with us by diving into some of these songs and going, wow, man, that's pretty interesting. I'm going to, uh, these guys are on Spotify and Apple. Uh, oh music. yeah. Yeah. In yeah, fact, yeah. I looked, um, the, the, the first song was called machines. It's from an album called a 2007 album called uh, puzzle. Uh, this album is called um, this name of the song is mountain and it's from their album only revolutions from 2009. Um, and, and again, you'll find them all over Spotify. They even, they've even done an MTV unplugged album. That's how big. They really? Are. Oh, wow. Yeah. But no one's ever heard of this band. Uh, MTV still exists. Yeah. They, I, I was kind of shocked when they released it a couple of years ago too, but. And, and the unplugged, uh, program is still, wow. Uh, apparently, uh, speaking of Who which, knew? I, this just over the summer, I picked up, um, the Nirvana MTV unplugged album on vinyl. Wow. It's really cool. What was the number one MTV unplugged album ever? It's either that one or Mariah Carey. Not Clapton? No. I don't I don't I think it was it might be the Nirvana one. I mean that's that's pretty darn solid. It, it is. Mariah Carey. Hmm. 
Interesting. I thought she was always unplugged, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> we, up real quick. we what? Let's see. Let's look it up real quick. Um, this is the uh, Eric Clapton's unplugged 1992 sold 26 million copies worldwide. Worldwide and became the best-selling live album of all time. Well done, Phil. I have my moments like a broken clock is right twice a day. That's the one where he did uh, um, Layla. In heaven. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's but there's album, there's something off that album, uh, a song called San Francisco Bay Blues. Mm -hmm. Ugh, he pulls out a kazoo. <laughs> For a solo, that's awesome. I, I'm like, because I used to do a, a <clears throat> Super Tramp song, logical song, and there's a sax solo at the end. Mm -hmm. I can't play sax and play the piano at the same time, so I pulled out a kazoo and oh, I would play that. Call. And people, people are like, well, "That's so stupid." I'm like, "Yeah, well, now who's laughing?" Clapton just number one. <laughs> when when my kids, I whistle a lot because there's always a song playing in my head. Right. And when my when my kids were little. They would all they all picked up this habit of whistling. And I kept telling them, you need to get good at whistling because someday the whistle solo is going to come back. Yeah. In, in, exactly. the, in the 90s and early 2000s, I'm telling my kids this when Britney Spears and Ke you know, Kel who else other people they were listening to? All, all these crap. Like, people were yeah, yeah. And I'm like, tell I'm trust me, the whistle solo is coming back. And sure enough, in the past 10 years, the whistle solo is back. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. What? Was it Justin Timberlake? <laughs> Well, you know, know. Uh, all that clicking that you're hearing are people um, tuning out of us right mm, now. So we're going to go wrap this up and uh, say thanks for joining us. You can always bring the conversation online on mm. Facebook and X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, mm. But we like comments in our website, which is thegreatestsongyouneverheard.com. And with that, we will see you for another edition, another episode of The Greatest Song You Never Heard podcast. Uh, next time, not sure next what time. it is. <laughs>